I, I think I feel some type of way. I feel like, like I'm like more confident. More, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be like I'm thinking um, about it. It'd be like those um those like tampon commercials where they're like. <laughs> No one knows I'm on my period. Yeah. And like kickboxing and like busting yeah. my pussy wide you're open. Like, and you're like, <laughs> like gymnastics. Lay shit. down. Yeah. <laughs> you know you want to lay down. This is not okay. Yeah, like you're pushing yourself too yeah, hard. Like, it's dude. like one week out of the month. Like you don't have to do the most all the time. <laughs> Welcome to Namaste Podcast, the podcast where black and brown queer people talk about their self-care. My name is Kolea. My pronouns are they, them, there, and... I'm Angelique Robinson, and my pronouns are she, her. Awesome, and thank you so much. Um, Angelique, um, this is an insta- This is like a kind of a special combo installation, and I almost like kind of forgot what we named it. It was... Um, badass was in the name, was in the title. Yeah. Um, badass single parent in the food service industry. That's also gay. That's also gay. <laughs> yes. I was like, how do we gay yeah. badass single parent in the food service industry? And that rolls off the tongue. Yeah. 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 I think so. <laughs> All right. Um, and so we'll talk about that in a bit, but first we have a, um, we have an icebreaker. And I actually want to revisit um, the talk of musicals because <laughs> I fucking love musicals. Um, and you shared that your favorite musical is Chicago. Oh, yeah. What is your ideal casting for Chicago? Ooh, okay. So this is not going to be in any particular order and I'm not going to assign names. But if we could get like a mix of Zendaya... Obviously. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Obviously. Oh, and uh, maybe uh, Uzo. Uh, I don't know. How do you... Uh, Aduba. Aduba. Yeah, Question because she mark? could, like... She can sing. Yeah. And then also, like, I know this is just for, like, the actual, like, movie casting, but she could totally do, like, Queen Queen Latifah's, uh, you know, her... her what did um, Queen Latifah do in She was, like, she's the, the house mom. Yeah, she's oh. the madam. Yeah. She would be awesome in it. She would. Yeah. But also Queen Latifah. I mean, this is your casting. True, true. I don't know. I was watching Living Single last night. Um. (laughs) Who else do we have that's like Queen Latifah's like left? I I think part of it is just like her, like her size. Like she's just like, she's taller and I don't want to like mammify her, but she has like... I don't know. She's just so badass because she's played so many like badass roles. Yeah. You know, like e- and even like goofier roles, like whenever she was Khadijah in Living Single, she was like she like owned her own business. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like she was playing straight. Awesome. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was <laughs> but then like, she's like super timeless too. Yeah. Because then she gets like freaking rom com yes. roles where she's in like with like Common. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or no, she was in one with. Was it um, not Adam Sandler? What's that guy's name? Uh, uh, Will F- Will for no, no 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 Leslie Leslie Nielsen? No Steve no, Martin Steve, Steve, Mar- Steve yes. Martin oh my Leslie God, Nielsen yeah. Steve Martin kind oh of the same person to me. What yeah, the fuck on earth? it was like what was it? No, you can 
Yes. Really cool. But no. What was that movie called? It was like Bringing Down the House or some shit. Oh my god, yeah. Do you remember that? Because she had like just gotten out, yeah, of, out of jail, jail. <laughs> or something and then like she just showed up and he's like, I need a nanny or something. And I was like, what is this? But then she also played in like some cute like was it like the holiday or la- last the holiday? holiday? The last holiday. With Com- that's probably with my Common? favorite. One. Really? No, it's not. With Wait, Com- hold on. That's it like was no. The, the one with Common was the one with Paula Patton, right? Yeah. She was like like Paula Patton and her were like best friends, and she was like the sports medicine doctor. God, what a fucking icon! Um, and then she was also in Hairspray. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. She was. I don't know. I don't know. So the hot. Guess what her romance, like romantic interest in the holiday, the last holiday was. Just guess. Oh, so it wasn't common. It was not common. But he is also bald headed and also light skinned Oh God. Um, who's the guy with the eyebrows? Uh, um, Sh- Shamar. Is that something? him? No, it's not him. Oh. Light skinned and bald headed. LL Cool J. LL Cool J. Oh my God. You got that. Yo, okay. I I told this to my friend like last week, week before. LL Cool J and Mario Lopez are the same person. Look at them side by side. They have strikingly deep dimples, beautiful, perfect, like skin, face, hair. LL Cool J um, is just bald and like darker and like black, obviously. But like. If you look at them side by side, they look the same. No, you might, you might be, and they've never onto been something. seen together. <laughs> um, something's up here. Yeah, and they're both like very us. corny, right? Like oh, they're yeah. like, like LL Cool J. Even though he was like a rapper, he wasn't like a hard rapper, and so and he's like light skinned Oh yeah, and, and so, he sung love songs. Yeah, shit, it was yeah. like love. Literally, it's like ladies love Cool J. Like that's his, that's what the LL stands for. <laughs> It's like on some high key light skin like shit. Yes. And I'm like, yeah, like it's like, oh, he's a rapper, but he's a he's a sweet rapper. He's He'll nice. hold your hand, give you a single rose. Yes. I think that's really what Drake tries to be, you know? But then he's like, No, I'm a horde and we're like, No, you're not. You're no. a Scorpio. Aubrey. <laughs> Aubrey Aubrey Graham. <laughs> you left the US. You left uh, Universal Healthcare for the U.S. Like, okay. weirdo. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> and he was also, he was like Jimmy on the Grassy. And... Which was a killer show. Oh no, I fucking loved it. But like, remember when like he would actually start rapping and I'm like, he, okay, mm. this is trying to stem into something that it's Yeah, not. I was like, and I didn't like... ask for this. I came honestly for Manny. He, oh my God, yeah. Yeah, I had a very big crush on Manny. But like... People tried to paint Manny as like, I mean, she was a hoe, but like also. I feel like they painted her as a hoe because she just got titties. True. And they were, and I was like, you know, that's no, not that's how facts. it works. No, that's fine. <laughs> People are just gonna get titties. Like, that's just what happens. Yeah. And she was like, okay, I'm kind of feeling my sexuality. And they were like, whore! And I was like, okay, <laughs> first of all, everyone's in high school, so everyone would actually be. Literally, just I had over like JT and like Liberty. That whole oh, situation, like I, I felt so bad for Liberty. Yeah, because she was like the she was like the awkward blurred. Yeah, and like I hated how her mouth was. Oh, because <laughs> yeah. her mouth was always like. I, I wish <laughs> like her lips were always like, like just like and I was like close your mouth like. But like it was, and she know. was always in um 
like overalls or something. And I was yeah, like, what is like, she wearing? And like the transition of her like becoming like an adult and like going to like college and yeah. stuff where like they were trying to paint her as like this girl from the hood. Meanwhile, you guys are in Canada. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure Canada has the hood. Do they? I've never been. It's, <laughs> yeah. It seems like it seems like a dis like a Canada seems like um Stepford wives. Yeah, vibes, most definitely. Yeah, like, everything's great! There's no war in Bossing Say, you know? <laughs> like, that's what it feels like. And you're like, I'm like, ah, is it aren't you, like, a commonwealth of Great Britain, yeah. right? The colonizers, is that you, you know? Is it? Is it? Britain? I thought it was French. No, oh, there, there's French Canadian oh, and then there's true, British true, Canadian, true. but yeah. I think I think French is let me not get wrong. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. No, I learned yesterday that Jamaica, um, before it was a colony from um, Great Britain, it was actually a colony from of uh, Spain. Weird. Yeah. They speak Spanish. No. <laughs> they don't. They speak English. <laughs> I found this out because like the person I was talking to was uh, she's a Jamaican immigrant, and I was just like. Wait, the Spanish? She was like, yeah, the Spanish were there first. But then the British came and they were like, actually, we want this. Yeah, this is us now. It's like, why are y'all over here? You literally bake in the sun. Like, aren't you embarrassed? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. um, Okay. Casting. Oh, my gosh. Uzu Um, Aduba. I'm going to look up her name while you're doing that because I feel bad if I'm going to not say her name correctly. Okay. So... Now I'm just kind of focusing on like the men oh, right. that we are trying to like off right now. Well, I mean, I have a long, long list, but you know, for uh, just Matthew McConaughey seems like that first person to get shot. Is there a, is there a drug a drug person like a a drug user in uh, Chicago? I don't think so. Because I would put Matthew McConaughey as that for that. Yeah, seen- he just he gives me like. I did cocaine and then I, I like smoked a little bit of weed vibes. I don't think so. I um, he just seems like one of those like um, men that like well I'm I'm just here for the good vibes and like you know what this was before or like what do you even call them in Chicago like sweetie cakes or sweet sweetie pie. cakes. <laughs> People in the 20s. Yeah. Toots. Toots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Toots. 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 Okay, okay. Yeah. I think he would look um, kind of cool in those those big pants. You know what I'm talking about? Like the big oh, yeah. pants and like the With suspenders. The, oh, yeah. Yeah. Who would shoot him? I feel like Christian Bale should be in there. Ooh. Because he actually can sing. Can he really? Yeah, he was, he was in Newsies, oh which is God. like a musical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 About newsies. Someone <laughs> was like, let's write about this. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, who would be a really good uh, Catherine Jones replacement? Ooh, this is a hard one. I'm trying to think of who like also can kind of sing. Yeah. Um, Anna Kendrick? Mm. No, she seems like she would be too too soft. I don't think she can dance. Mm. I don't know if she can dance. Yeah. I don't know anything about her, honestly. Um, 
Let's see. Well, we don't have to. We don't have to cast the whole yeah. thing. <laughs> it's fine. Um, oh, and yeah. Mm, I'm trying to like. There's just like one person. Oh, can... Brittany Snow. She she was also in. Was it Pitch Perfect? She had the red hair. Oh. But she also has like blonde. I don't know. Her hair changes colors. Yeah, yeah. But she's just like a very like basic, like uh, like Midwestern white girl. That'd be a good one, yeah. And I feel like she she could do it. She was also in Hairspray. You're right. No, you're right. She was in Hairspray. Let's see. Okay. Um, I said that I go too. So I said that uh, my favorite musical is The Wiz. Yeah. And um, I should have thought harder about this because I don't know. Let's see. The Wiz. Who would be a really good Diana Ross for you? <sighs> right off the bat, main character. <sighs> I'm so stressed. We can. What am I doing? Some off. Okay, I'm gonna start firing. Some okay, off. okay. Are you I ready? want someone who like is kind of young because Diana Ross was low-key a little bit old. Okay. Um, for that role. Um, but. Uh, Lupita. I mean, obviously. Well, I mean, I just want her around. Uh, what about Issa Rae? Mm. No. Yaya DaCosta. Ooh. She can sing too, can't she? No. Yeah. Well, I, I remember her being in that dancing movie. Do you remember that? What was the dancing movie? Uh, Step It Up? No. It was like, oh, we are kids from the hood and we just want to dance. No, but like they were doing ballroom dancing and shit. Oh, what is. Okay, hold on. Oh. Now that's, no, you know, I know you're. It's not fame. I don't think so. Yaya DaCosta. Now I have a theme song from Fame uh, stuck in my head. Take the lead. I did not see that, but I do like it's a, a dance good movie. One. It's yeah? a good one. I think you would and she love was, it. She was definitely on like America's Not Next Top Model, right? Most definitely. And, and then like, she was like, and they were like, because mm, they're like definitely anti-black on that show. And then she was like, yeah, I'm actually going to like be a badass. And like now she has like a legit great acting career. And she's also still very fucking gorgeous. Yeah. Well, like, they really did a lot of black models dirty. Oh, God. Like, the One of the winners, like, her name was, like, Danielle. She had, like, a gap, like, yeah. a lot of oh, people have. And they were like, it's disgusting. Get I was weird. like, what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she has all of her teeth. They're white. They're straight. <laughs> There's just a gap. And you're, like, freaking out. Like, oh, man, you know, everything about this is perfect. But you showed your gap. And she's just like... And they're like, why do you have that accent? She's like, I'm from the country. The fuck you mean? <laughs> Countries, yeah, like that's what happens you whenever you're from do. different places or accents. Sound oh, yeah. Like, but like when like a girl would show up, like if she was white with like a New York accent. And, and like, you're like, wow. wow, you are so like down to earth and authentic. Yeah, and love that. Thank you People- so much. Or even if they had a gap. I remember there was some white girl with a gap and they were like, it's so unique. And I was like, are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? Tyra. Yo. Or she like verbally accosted that one girl. Do you? The most iconic like. Oh. I have never in my life. Shut up. We were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. 
fucking love that scene. Because the girl was just like, I'm not going to be crying on TV. And I was like, like yeah, same. It, was, it is what it is. Like, she already's already voted off. Like, she's yeah, like, I'm she's just like, yeah, I'm tired. This I is never so had a cat And I do this because I love you. And I was like, no, Tyra, you're mad because she's not causing a scene begging you to stay you're mad because she's just kind of like okay well i came and i tried and y'all don't like me so i'm leaving there's no way for that to survive no. in the- and she would like shave off like black girl's hair and then get and rid the- of them yeah because like, <laughs> i remember there was this gorgeous woman i think her name actually might have been ebony and she was like dark skin and she was like she looked kind of like michaela cole oh yeah who oh michaela cole Michaela Cole. Wow, wow, we did it. <laughs> Build the casting around Michaela Cole. She can do whatever she wants. Uh, and she That's actually can sing. She definitely did have like a musical. I love watch that. It. But kind of looked like Michaela Cole, like really like sharp, like beautiful cheekbones, just absolutely gorgeous. Um, and then they shaved her hair off and she was like, I'm trying to figure out how to be sexy without hair. And I'm like... But they would also like, like, yeah, but they would also put like these black women knowing that they don't feel like inner, like, mm-hmm. you know, beauty right now because they have to grow into like them being fucking, you know, put in these like environments and yeah. like not looking at themselves and seeing, okay, I'm beautiful. Yeah. Like there was this one time where they took this like biracial girl, like she is light skinned. Mm-hmm to spain right and like none of the male models that were oh i remember that they didn't even want to look at her look at her and treat her like and she was like a she was like a princess she was like um what do they call them um you know no like she would go to pageant she was a pageant girl oh yeah like a debutante a debutante yeah and like they were treating her like she was you know lesser than yeah and like no one was like pointing out what was going on yeah. she's just like they're like not like they wouldn't even they were acting very mad that they even had to be like in the same room with her <laughs> i remember that because i was like y'all y'all ain't gonna like step in nothing like, this is fucking also, like the same episode where they were like literally putting blackface on like the models oh too. my god <laughs> and giving black babies to oh that was so stressful uh, uh, god what, damn what is this I used to binge that show. Yeah. Like, it yep. would be like, because they would put it on, I don't, I don't know, I had like good TBS. cable whenever I was like in college or whatever. Yeah. And so it would be like, hey, another 12 hour marathon of America's and Next Top like, Model. Yes, and I'm please. like, I don't have any homework. I don't have 13 classes this semester. Let me watch this. Yeah. <laughs> it was fucking, it was trash. Yeah. That was, that's a, that's a very garbage show. Yeah. Absolutely. And I feel like it just was like, toxic in all the worst ways okay let's dig in <laughs> um so angelique um what is uh your what identities do you hold Ooh. okay so first and foremost i am a black woman always will be and always love that uh about me it kind of feels like i'm part of like you know god's elite you know <laughs> Um, I'm a mom to Clementine, who is her name, and I love being mom, but, like, I'm also, like, I'm a cool mom, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, I wear, like, tube tops still and 
crop tops. I'm glad know? that you named a tube top as making you cool, cool mom. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. Because like other moms. Don't wear wear tube tops. I don't think so. (laughs) Not the cool ones, I don't think. You know? If you wear a tube top and you're a mom, you're cool. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) I think I'm trying to wear a tube top twice in my life and I'm not a parent, so. Well, if you do and you're like, okay, I mean, you have like a fur baby, so technically, you know. I just don't think my body's made for tube tops. I mean, I don't know. it, it, It might be. I don't know. Once you put on the tube top, we'll figure it I'm out. not going to put on the tube top. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Just hold my clothes up with yeah, a strap. Just, just give me a strap. Something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So a part of, I feel like I, I hold a lot of identity right now with being like black mom. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, before, um, like... Like, seeing me be a parent versus, like, seeing my mom be a parent, mm-hmm. who is also a black woman, because, you know, mm-hmm. I'm black. That's and how she, it works. Yeah, yeah, how it works. Black women produce and begot. Begot? Begot? Ooh, begot? Be- I think beget. Beget. beget black o- other black begot women. Because begot is in the past? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beget other black women. Baguette. Baguette. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> 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 French <laughs> And seeing her like really thrive and never see her sweat, and it really kind of given me—it's given me like a lot of confidence in understanding that there's a lot of strength in being a black woman. And I mean, we can really dive into that. But one of the other, uh, I guess, identities that I hold is being single, and then like compiling this all together, a single black mom, kind of. Um, at first used to give me like anxiety when mm. I was like, okay, no, this is, this is scary. This has like a lot of weight. There's like a lot of stigma that comes with this, mm-hmm. but it actually has given me like the most amount of power in my, um, in, in my life, you know? Um, so one of the things that actually came of it is understanding that in that strength, there's a lot of insecurity, a lot of anxiety, a lot of kind of like prioritizing um, your own self-worth and your self-identity and becoming somebody's like safety net, their caregiver, their strength, their cheerleader. And um, uh, I love that. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if um, most people don't like understand that like me being a black woman but then having like a child that phenomically uh phenotypely what, what's the term Ooh, i don't know, know. <laughs> her phenotype is white she looks she, she looks does white. yeah um blue eyes um but she's a black woman are her eyes blue mm-hmm. i didn't realize that yeah um even though her phenotype is white she has uh, white privilege and I know one of the things that like I have to kind of navigate is trying to help her I like understand her identity as like being black but like her phenotype being white mm-hmm. I you know I, I rely on a lot of people that are biracial that like you know you don't have like white parents mm-hmm. in that whole thing oh and I'm also gay mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> Wait, so gay, black, single mom. Yeah. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> okay, okay. 
And one thing that I do really um, think is amazing about you is your badassery as a chef. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, because it, I didn't spend like a shit ton of time, but I spent some years in like the food service industry and especially being like back of house, like it's very, it's just like super, it's weird, but um, it's like super um, more on the, the masculine leaning oh, yeah. side and like you're like doing like your big shit in the kitchen. Yeah. Your big shit. <laughs> I appreciate that. You Thank are. You. I'm like, damn, like. This well, shit is like beyond, yeah, you know, um, at a pretty uh, like famous restaurant um, in, Charlotte. in Charlotte. Yeah, so I currently work and have been working at Fahrenheit Uptown, mm-hmm. 21st floor. So um, this will be like a nice little plug. Yeah. Um, I've been working there for about seven years, which, you know, I'm 28 now. And for me to work at just one place like this for the amount of time um, is... Um, it's great. It kind of shows kind of like the environment that like has kind of nurtured me. That being said, being a black woman in the industry is not super forthcoming to um, black women and on top of that black single women. Um, so to be kind of like in this environment to still be like managerial and still have to be really on top of like my shit. Um, I have really great bosses that you know are very um, open to me taking time off, me prioritizing prioritizing like Clementine first, and um, to to also spend time with her and understand that like my personal life is a huge part of mm-hmm. what I need to like be fruitful and to stay there, you know. Um, I can do, I started there actually as um, a pastry chef and I've kind of worked myself up into kind of being a sous chef and it's, it's kind of like being mom at home, but then being mom at my job because Mm -hmm. the majority of the people that I'm being mom to at the restaurant are like people 10, 15, 20 years older than me are not, are not children and are not women so like yeah it kind of ha- like i feel like i'm more a little i'm more nurturing at home than i am with my guys yeah but um you know yeah i i've always wanted to work in an industry i've never not wanted to be a chef but kind of understanding that your identity and knowing what you want to do isn't always um going to bring you joy you know what i mean it's not always going to be the knowing what you want to do is not always going to be the easiest thing to like execute and mm-hmm. to like make you money mm-hmm. but you know working your way up and having like the integrity and the tenacity to stay and stick with it because you know it's like what you want to do mm-hmm. is that's it yeah that's the shit you know that's awesome yeah that's awesome um so how do uh one or none or any of these identities inform your wellness needs and your self-care so um that's a that's a really good question um so these identities with the wellness aspect of being a mom it comes last to be honest Um, because being a mom, I've seen like, not even just my mom, just any black mother prioritize the, the safety and the care and the well-being of their children above their own, 
um, self-care and their own well-being mm-hmm. and their own mental health um, because uh, no one ever thinks to check on mom because mm-hmm. mom got it she she hasn't mm-hmm. um, so in order for me to kind of like pull back from that because that's I mean like you don't like I'm trying to be I'm, I'm hot mom I'm cool mom you know I'm still cool mom <laughs> yeah yeah but part of being cool mom is also understanding that like I am also worthy of taking care of me too mm-hmm. I'm always worthy of treating myself like I treat baby and mm-hmm. the household and so if that means you know putting baby in daycare for a day on my day off you know so i can get my hair done do my hair Mm -hmm. take care of me go for a walk you know really get into exercising um i'm gonna motherfucking do it Mm -hmm. i'm gonna do it because i mean you should also be your own safety net too and um i know like a lot of moms that i know they don't ask for help i ask for help uh, I, I know I say like I ask for help but like I probably should be asking for more help but most moms need to start asking for more help and not to rely on themselves solely to yeah. support themselves and their children because why do you think that is like why do you think that a lot of like what you said like a lot of black moms don't rely on other people um, for that like they're just like it's me and my kids period I think it's with that um, toxic imagery that's been painted uh, to them with like the media, within the black community, within outside the black community, just the just the overall idea of like, okay, well, you've asked for these kids, you know, mm. like you, you know, like you know what you were going to be signing up with, and you should be able to do it by yourself, you know. Yeah, so it's kind of it. I mean, to me, that sounds a little bit like punishment. Yeah, you know? exactly. That's exactly it. Like, okay, well, you know, you what is it? You made the bed. Now you have to lie in it, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, and I hate to like say this, but like it's like those freaking Tyler Perry, oh, Tyler Perry movies. Like, <laughs> I'm pregnant now. Welp, <laughs> you're about to have this baby. Yeah, yeah. I think, I mean... Look to God, bitch. <laughs> Look to God, bitch. Tyler Perry movies are rough. Because <laughs> I'm just like, why are you making us look so bad? This is bad? terrible. She yeah. needs help. It's it's bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which, you know, kind of... And not to be, like, so depressing, but, like, that's scary. You yeah. know, like, when... and, and even I think that there's like strength in like women that decide to become single parents because from what I've seen, the majority of people or the majority of moms that choose being single mm-hmm. over being in a relationship with their child's father mm-hmm. or the person that they um, want to be with mm-hmm. is abuse. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, them deciding that like they have more self-worth mm-hmm. than what they've been handling. Yeah. And, you know... And maybe um, deciding that, like, their kids don't deserve, need to see that. Like, yeah, they don't, they don't deserve, deserve to see that. that right? Yeah. And um, yeah. It's, it's scary. I think, like, let me be very clear. I am not calling Kim Kardashian a black woman. Okay? <laughs> I am not. 
Kim Kardashian is not a black woman and she has co-opted and appropriated so much of black culture. Fuck her. But also... (laughs) Her baby daddy. Let's <laughs> um, refer to him as such. Yes. Um, the father of, I don't know, they have like five kids. I have no idea how many kids yeah. they have, actually. I like, I literally have no idea how many kids All they have. All under the age of 10. I think so, right? So, yeah. I mean, you know, whatever. But, like, she is doing that. Like, she is actively, like, okay, like, pushing Kanye away. Like, hey, we've done a lot. <laughs> <laughs> We've come to the end of the road and you need help. This is not good. I, I don't want this for my children, for our children. Yeah. Like she's choosing that. And like, unfortunately it's in the public eye and unfortunately the public eye is not as uh, scrutinizing as they should be and critical as they should be about yeah. Kanye and his behavior, which is very dangerous. But like being a mother to black t- children, which she is, yes. like, she's having to make that choice like being a parent is always having to like make that choice that's like what's going to be best and be in favor of your child regardless of if it's like um easy yeah it's not even just like what what is um beneficial what is what holds goodness in our heart because Mm -hmm. um for women to have children with let's say men Mm-hmm. I mean, men. Men. Let's, let's just say men right yeah yeah um for them to open themselves up for um to hold this space with men means that they allow themselves to kind of be open to the fact that they might do this mm-hmm. might yeah. be not shit and yeah. shit, you know, because from the start of having a baby and being in this space and like, oh, yeah, I'm pregnant, this and that to like the end and like seeing that most people are not nurturing and like what they need to be as yeah. like parents. Prioritize um, like the health and the wellness <laughs> of Clem, um, your precious, perfect baby. Um, and that maybe were you like kind of implying that you're self-care kind of goes on the back burner or that you have like a priority list like this one's at the top and uh yeah because i think it's more like um, my you know self-care gets put on the back burner mm-hmm. and um kind of stemming into like single motherdom mm-hmm. i feel like um everybody has kind of the mentality of like um you know you this is your kid mm-hmm. and you need to handle it first and it kind of becomes like a sport you know like badges mm-hmm. of honor you know which it, it shouldn't be it should be more of like the you know the well-being and the you know the health and wellness mm-hmm. of uh, your kid um but because a badge the, of honor meaning like look how great my kid is doing yeah okay in despite of like the circumstances yeah, gotcha. which is you know it should never be like that because you know the stereotypical black single mom mm-hmm. um in that archetype is you know it's it's not really forthcoming to uh sympathy mm-hmm. and it's not really forthcoming to support which it, it sucks yeah. because um, everybody needs support. This is like all around, not just uh, black single mothers. Okay. Every parent needs support. It doesn't matter if you are helping the support or helping to support the well-being of a kid and making sure that they're 
um, having like, the best quality of life, mm-hmm. you deserve support to help support them. You know, absolutely, absolutely. Um, nobody was meant to have a kid by themselves. Um, but mo- majority of what we used to have is a village mm-hmm. in any sort, like any you know sort of way. We've always had aunties, even if they weren't. Um, you know, related to us. We've always right. had moms around. We always had other parents that had children of the same age. Like, even my mom. Like, I was raised alongside my mom's best friend who had two little girls. And my mom had three little girls. And they we helped, like, hey, I need you to watch, uh, you know, the three of us. Right. Um, for, like, the weekend or three days or maybe even a week. Mm-hmm. And it would never be, like, one of those things that was not unexpected or yeah. like um traumatic it's like okay well i'm i'm here mm-hmm. these are like our this is our mini family you know yeah. blended family and i think that's very important but it's never seen anymore you know yeah i think i wonder if um part of the reason why specifically like black single moms are like almost like on a, on like a grind, you know, of like, yeah. I'm, I'm like working, I'm gritting my teeth, I'm, you know, taking it, I'm making all these sacrifices, which yes, parenting, um, is there is that, um, stereotype of like the welfare queen. Oh yeah. And even though like, we actually know that that's not a thing, <laughs> um, um, but like, trying to make sure that you're not like a stereotype um and in doing that you kind of have to you know like well no like I don't need you know food stamps or WIC and I don't need government aid or anything like that and it's just like I don't know if you need it then you need it yeah, but it's, it's supposed it's to be support so, yeah it's supposed to be support but it's also like so 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 deeply looked down on um and wanting to make sure again that your kid has everything um which those those services don't provide everything. Yeah. <laughs> Which people despite what people think about food stamps, it literally yeah. only buys food. Like you can't even buy toilet paper with it. And they're like really like big mad about things. But um, but yeah, and so it's it's just it's wanting to make sure maybe that you're not like a stereotype and also wanting to make sure that whatever you're doing is sustainable. Yes. Too. Like it's can you live this way? <laughs> can, can, can I make you, sure we're fine? Yes. It's, it's like, yes, you have all the things that you need and that you want as a child. But like, am I going to be able to get out of bed tomorrow morning yeah. to like yeah. keep going? And if it's not sustainable, it's not sustainable, you know? Yeah. And so it sounds like you're trying to find a sustainable way to, for a Clem to have a wonderful life and a loving community and a loving family and also for you to not just run yourself ragged oh yeah and then also kind of like understand that i am too like a human being like moms like want to have sex too okay which <laughs> moms okay want to get down okay moms want to party <laughs> which i mean like kind of you know i do identify as queer you know i am bisexual um becoming mom has completely changed my idea of what it means to be that you know be queer be Mm -hmm. a bisexual woman um and it kind of helps strip away like my own my my prejudice when it comes to being queer because i you know 
I am a sexual being, but now I'm not in, I'm, I'm still like, um, I'm mom. Mm-hmm. I hate like that term. I'm like, I'm still sexy, but I'm mom. Make it mom. <laughs> trade you know? Make it mom. Make it mommy. I'm mommy. <laughs> um, and it's not really forthcoming to um, other uh, queer people to be like mom because like I always have to prioritize baby period yeah and I feel like majority of other queers I want to be like like love dumping like I want to give you the world I want to do everything for you let's hang out every day and mm-hmm. it's just well, that it's that's like gay. me and love and yeah, yeah. <laughs> me and love we go together now yeah <laughs> we live together which I can't be like move in yeah yeah because you have to think about like baby. the health and safety yeah and, you know, no one you're... no one ever like if you meet baby that's like you just know that you're my friend for the next years because mm-hmm. we're not dating yeah because <laughs> this is my child and yeah. she needs to see you know healthy boundaries between other queer people me and men me and women me and babies and babies mm-hmm. and all all kinds of people which um me i know you knew me before baby and now you know me after baby yeah. and i i don't know if you can like really see the difference but like i feel like different i know i'm different and i want to kind of maintain like my happy-go-lucky self and my openness to being loved and being in love but now i'm always a little bit more guarded with falling in love or like even allowing other people to be in my life yeah it's like there's no way i can go i'm not having a motherfucking baby Okay, I'm not doing this shit again. I'm not being I mean, a single parent to two babies by yeah, myself. Okay? Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely not doing that shit unmedicated again. Absolutely <laughs> fucking not. That shit was get. I, you know, I have very interesting, probably not interesting, um, very my own views about child uh, rearing, child bearing, and it all actually seems very terrifying. But, um, I wonder if, like, is, do you feel a difference between, like, since you are, like, bisexual and dating, um, like, in how you relate dating-wise to, like, women and to non-men versus to men, like, do you feel like there is, like, that you get treated differently? I mean, I know you're going to get treated differently because people are different and because, like, men. (laughs) (laughs) Men trademark. Men trademark. Period, men, period. Um, but, like, do you feel like you get treated, like, just differently? Like, as oh, far yeah. as, like, when people find out, like, oh, like, you have a child. Like, you have a young kid. Because Clem is, like, just now, Clem turned one in, in she's October. A she's a Libra baby, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, you know, she likes the spotlight, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, it, I mean, maybe it's just my openness to... A different type of man now mm-hmm. um, and a different type of uh, women and non-men um, because now the men that I kind of allow to be in my life are more a little bit more uh, forthcoming to emotional support which is such a weird thing oh, for me okay because um, like they provide you with emotional support yeah or they okay they provide me with more emotional support which isn't like I don't trust you, but like, I appreciate the effort, you know, and my, when I'm like courting like 
non-men and like women it is me it's more of like oh well what can i do to help support you and baby and it's not really forthcoming to like sexual energy it's mm. more of like let's like nurturing cre- it's nurturing mm. i guess it's like on both sides yeah but like not exactly um it's it's not toxic when it comes to like they're not searching for anything but like my companionship with like women and like thems and um non non men which it's beautiful and i just i know eventually it'll have to kind of like once i get more free time and like baby's like allowed to be with like other people mm-hmm. and i'm not like on like edge or like guarded anymore um, I'm able to like actually date how I want to. I know that like I, I set up the foundation to like where um, I can date people and it not be toxic anymore. Because my relationship with um, my child's dad it was completely toxic. You know, I have a protective order for um, for me against him, and um, it, it was really um, traumatic for me. And it, I'm just happy that like uh, me and baby are safe and whatnot. But that being said, it kind of guards me to like ever kind of being loved bomb like that again and yeah. like kind of <clears throat> tricked like that again. Mm-hmm. So I, and shit happens for a reason. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like um, I could have been a little bit more um, Mm-mm. wary Mm-mm. with that. No, no, no. You say fuck him. I mean, I'm always going to say fuck them. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I think... Um, thank you for sharing that. Because I, I remember kind of witnessing it, like, on the internet. Oh, like, yeah. it was, like, on your Instagram story or something. And I was like, oh, my God! Like, I'm thinking, where are you? Where are you? Like, <laughs> like I'm going to roll up. Like, what the fuck fine? am I going to do? You know? Where is the baby? Yeah. You know? I was, I was really freaking out. Just because... Yeah. Um, it was very scary. Yeah. Um, because you never think it's going to happen to you, you know? And and uh, as someone who, myself, who is in, like, an abusive relationship, I, you know, in retrospect, I'm like, oh, there were giant, yeah. f- the, the red flags were on fire. I was yeah. jumping through the red flags. And, you know, I didn't see it. But when it, like, escalates, it escalates, and you're like, oh, fuck. You're like, I see it now. Yeah. And you have to act fast, you know? It's not like something like, okay, you know, I'm going to like wean myself off. And so, um, yeah, that, that was, that was um, a very terrible thing that happened. But... Yeah. And then also, you didn't deserve any of that. Yeah. Well, and no. I think like remembering, like realizing that because it's like, oh, well, you know, I should have known whenever they said this or whenever he did this or, you know, yeah. this should have been a red flag. But it's just like, ultimately... Yeah, right? Like, there are plenty of red flags, but it's just, like, the the reason why abusive people are able to be abusive is because they don't just bust down your door on the first day. Oh, yeah. There is a lot of mental and emotional manipulation that has to happen to get you to the place where if it is a physical matter or if it's just further mental and emotional and... Uh, abuse and harm like or financially even like there has to be like a strategy yeah there's and so it's not like well i should have known whenever you know he 
punched me the first time. And it's like, well, yeah, but like they don't just start off hitting you. They don't just start off with the abuse. Like they start off with essentially like I'm going to call it pre-love bombing <laughs> where it's sweet and it's wonderful. And then they kind of start slipping things in. Yeah. Um, it's, and it, it sucks to say, but like this is also one of the things that like I'm not not shitting on therapy, but it's more of like intense like self-loving of yourself and like uh really kind of being introspective Mm -hmm. is understanding that it was never your fault yeah these people seek really great people you know yeah these people seek uh people who aren't meek aren't quiet aren't um you know timid or Mm -hmm. are introverted yeah they're loving people they're loud they're boisterous they're friendly Mm -hmm. they're they're sweet they're nice they see you and they want to take that away to put it in themselves. But these people yeah. aren't loving. They aren't sweet. They aren't the life of the party, as they say. These people seek people like us, mm-hmm. you know, because they are narcissistic, because yeah. they are lacking because they're bleeding on the inside Mm -hmm. and they'll never fill up that hole that's the thing and how they get you to stay because there are plenty of people right now that are in like abusive situations Mm -hmm. that can't see a way out to that can't prioritize their own well-being and their Mm -hmm. own Mm self-worth because they can see that the person that's hurting them are hurting on the inside yeah like they still have empathy to make yeah. them feel better. And that's very much like, for me at least, like kind of the situation where I was in, where I was like, you know, my um, ex, two exes ago, I guess now, but was like, it's like, oh man, like, you know, they had so much, they have so much trauma. They had so many bad things yeah. happen to them in their life, you know, and like, I'm a, a very nurturing person. Like I wouldn't call myself a paternal, like a parental kind of nurturing. Yeah. I'm just kind of like, I care about you. <laughs> so I'm happy to like help take care. And like, you know, we can do this. Like Let's I can come alongside, yeah. you know, and they're just kind of like me, myself and I, and fuck you. Yeah. But don't I've go away. Just, yeah. But I've fuck you so much. <laughs> fuck you. And I'm just but like, like, why are you mad at me? Nigga, I'm, I'm not. Hurting you. <laughs> start being empathetic and nurturing to yourself like you're being to these other people because everybody's hurting bitch like yeah. we're all fucked yeah we're all fucked yeah if and you're living on this planet then it is not going well <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast um it's not going well <laughs> like we all hate it here but yeah. help us <laughs> some <laughs> what planet the earth is better <laughs> Um, Go ahead, you know. Yeah. So, um, you know, you, you talked kind of very well about how your um, identities and kind of form that, but essentially, you know, being a mother is like number one and making sure that Clem is good. Um, and um, so when do you know that you actually need to engage in self-care? Like, what are some signs for you that you need to like, you know, sit your ass down or... <laughs> literally it's or something yeah just (laughs) shut the fuck up bitch shit down (laughs) is when i start becoming a little bit um recluse and i'm not allowing myself to kind of see the joys and like day-to-day things Mm. i saw this recent post about like how you 
like self-talk sabotage mm. is like the opposite of your uh yeah. what's it um your love language, language. Mm-hmm. yes and so if i'm like super like i can't afford that right now because like, i love gifts okay i love gifts <laughs> it doesn't have to be a lot and it doesn't have to be like really expensive yeah get me a plant make uh, go pick a flower for me yeah you know or like you know shit like that yeah yeah and if i'm like not allowing myself to actually like give myself like a little treat or like allowing myself to like talk and be with my friends or with baby and it's more like okay i need to do this i gotta pay the bills i gotta go to the lawyer i gotta go Mm -hmm. to work i have to make interviews and shit like that that's when i know i'm like okay you need to disconnect you need to decompress Mm -hmm. and you might not you might need to have time to yourself Mm -hmm. away from social media away from your phone maybe even away from your house and just say fuck it go on a fucking walk or just drive around and listen to some music you know Mm -hmm. um which is fun because it might that would take maybe one hour a week one hour a week to myself which really it really kind of makes a break because if i don't do that for one week i'm off like i'm fucked so it sounds like you become kind of hyper focused on like almost like the logistics of living right like how pay these bills got it you know then i have to go here and do that and meet with this person um i definitely understand that like i i I feel like that's kind of like a survival mode yeah where it's just like i can't think about like you know this i have to think about the greater good and you know this is we're panicking here but it's like i'm not living i'm surviving i gotta make sure everybody can survive around me i gotta make sure my friends are good i gotta make sure the baby's good i gotta make sure my uh, my family's good mm-hmm. am i okay can i afford this can i be this way mm-hmm. can i can can i be in charlotte can i continue to be like alone because i don't have any family here you know no, you don't i mm-hmm. thought you were from charlotte um, i'm from baltimore oh. which i will never live in that city ever again you will you won't no hell to the no that place <laughs> is not forthcoming <laughs> i mean it's you know not to shit on baltimore i'm actually DMP. thinking of moving in baltimore Huh? I'm actually thinking of moving to Baltimore. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Uh, off, we'll talk <laughs> you know your name. Uh. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> but I love Charlotte. Mm-hmm. I think it's a really good city and I want to like thrive here. Um, and I think this place might, like I'm trying to acquire a business now. Because, mm. you know, I bought my house. Right, like three months before I gave birth, which yeah, I was what a whirlwind. Yeah, like this is a great house, though. Thank you. It's very wonderful. Thanks. You know, <laughs> and but this isn't just me. Like it, it takes a village literally to cultivate um a home. Mm-hmm. Like it's a, it was a house before I had my friends and my family help um cultivate this place. So, you know, I want I want to want to stay in this kind of environment and continue to make the friends that I that are you know have the same ideology which is like um, wellness and community Mm -hmm. because how else would I have met you Mm -hmm. how else would I have met Carmen or Alexandria or like anybody that are worthwhile you know I can't do that anywhere else Mm -hmm. I wasn't lame you know I've always been cute but like (laughs) You guys are very substantial people. Yeah. It's a very important 
concept. Yeah. I think that means something for all of you guys to be in Charlotte at the same time too. Yeah. Well, and I think it's like, I mean, in thinking about the kind of um, family that you want to have, I think extending that to the village, right? Like um, family doesn't have to be like a mom and a dad and a kid and a dog, right? Like, um, I think that's kind of the beauty of queerness is that like queerness, it's just like, yeah, we're a family. It's, you know, I don't know, like my partner and my partner's partner and then they have a dog and then I have a kid, you know, (laughs) like it's just like, but like, I think that we growing up aren't necessarily taught that like family is a choice. And so, but family is a choice, right? Like, yes, there are people who I have a million cousins. Okay. I have so many fucking cousins, Angelique. It's absolutely absurd. (laughs) Like people like don't believe me, but I'm like, no, no. I have a lot. Like, I have, like, I think upwards of, like, 30 first cousins. Are you serious? Yeah, between both sides of my family. But, yeah. And it's fine. Like, it's like, but I grew up like that. Like, it's very normal for me to just have, like, a million cousins. Yeah. And it's fine. I don't talk to all of them because how could I? But, like, um, but, like, people are like, well, that's your family. And it's just like, no, those are people who, like, you are genetically close to. Those are people who you know by proximity. The only yeah. reason why I know my brothers is because we have the same parents. <laughs> yeah. like, I would have, there's no other way that I would have known we this kid. He's friends. literally 15 years yeah. younger than me. The <laughs> fuck world will I ever see this kid, right? Yeah. But even Meanwhile, we have like the same face, right? <laughs> like, and so it's like there's that. But like we have like we have choice in our life. And I think that family is part of that. Family oh, yeah. and, and community and village is part of that. Even like people that are genetic, because um, my mom is an only child and my dad has one half sister. So okay. total, I have three cousins. Wow. Three first cousins. That's exciting. And they're all under the age of uh, 10, you know? So like <laughs> um, being like, it was always just me and my sisters and my mom. So mm-hmm. like when I think of family... It, it never looked like the archetype of, like, you know, cookie, cookie cutter, you know, mm-hmm. like a mom, a dad, two kids, right. a dog, you know, it's always been more of, like, uh, feminine-based and, mm-hmm. like, um, but never kind of, like, ooh, I can't do this. Like, no, my mom can't fucking cook. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she, but she she knew how to fucking change a tire. She yes, taught me how to drive amazing. a five-speed and uh, she does carpentry in her <laughs> spare time, which my sister loves. Is your mom a lesbian? <laughs> like, because um, it's giving lesbian it's giving. vibes. <laughs> you had me at carpenter and changing a tire. You I was know? like, sure. Changing a tire is something you should do, but. <laughs> but like, also. <laughs> ding. <laughs> we don't know. I don't know. I don't know. She, you know, we don't really, again, it's never been damsel in the stressy and yeah. she's never she's very like how are you feeling but never uh forthcoming to her emotions it's mm-hmm. more like are you taking care of yourself yeah if you're not then you need to make some changes yeah because you know? i can say that i've only seen my mom cry maybe three times in my life you know wow. she's always kind of stayed with that archetype of being strong black mom yeah but then also kind of like hey do you need help yeah. You know, um, I, I want to 
kind of stay with that kind of support, that safety net when it comes to Clementine. But I also want Clementine to know that I ain't got this shit handled. Yeah. I'm struggling too, okay? I'm on this earth and I'm taking it one day at a time. And But I'm out here and I'm happy. I'm going to be happy. And if something's not working for me, you're going to see it, but you're also going to see me overcome, you know? And I'm never going to keep things that are not serving me in my life or in your life, period, either. Mm -hmm. And I'm never going to prioritize somebody else's well-being over ours, period. Yeah. doesn't matter if it's her father, you know, or Mm -hmm. my family or his family or Mm -hmm. my job. It's always going to be, are we happy? Yeah. Period. Yeah. I think that's important, like, to kind of model that for Clem, to be able to be like, hey, like, yes, of course, make sure your shit's straight, but also, um, you you gotta kind of make sure that you're, like, not just fucking miserable. I'd rather you come to me over um, losing your job or hitting rock bottom Mm -hmm. rather than me not hear from you at all or to hear something really terrible happen to you because you didn't you couldn't keep up with the stress or you didn't want to come to me and um break the facade of you being perfect Mm -hmm. i never want i never want to seem perfect to Mm -hmm. her because i'm not yeah well and that's also like that's big shoes to live up to right like i think um kind of how you were describing your mom is just being honestly sounds like a badass um and my mom was also very um gotta get this shit done (laughs) (laughs) like and i think part of that is because she she was an aries but like she also is just very like gotta be strong you know she's very religious um but i mean my mom got pregnant with me when she was or had me whenever she was 26 25 and my dad was 26 and i'm thinking about myself when i was 25 bitch listen my mom got pregnant with me when she was 18 and had me at 19 and had three little girls by the age of 21. Yeah. That's You remember me at 21? I was out in the streets. <laughs> you were. Fucking. We that- had each other for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, there's that meme of like, oh, your mom thinking about like if you're okay <laughs> and your well-being. Meanwhile, you're like in the middle of the fucking road yeah. laid out drunk as fuck. <laughs> Yeah, your mom's trying to, you know, what is it, pray you up or whatever. That's, my, that's how my grandma is. She's always just like, hey, I was praying about you. And I was like, you're praying about me and like your great other grandkids and your great grandkids. And you have great great grandkids and you're worried about me. Listen, do not waste your time. Thanks for the prayers. Though. Yeah. But yeah, like, you know, but like also like growing up, like you see your your mom, your dad, your parents, like the adults in your life. Um, Because my mom was pretty close to her sister. She has four four older sisters. Um, And it looks like they have it all together. Yeah. Right? Like, it's just like, oh, they know what a bill is. They know how to pay it. (laughs) They call to make the appointment. Yes. Wow. They're calling the, well, you know, they're calling the movie theater because we used to have to call the movie theater. Yeah. And like, you know, like they don't get stressed out whenever they have to call the movie theater to see what time the movies are. (laughs) You know? Like they know how to order a pizza. Like, like, they just, know how to put the money with the guy. Yes. Oh my god! They know how to write a check. You know, like okay. it's just all these things. I still don't know how to write a check. I, it's very easy, but <laughs> I learned that because um, I was born in the eighties. But um, but yeah, so like you you grow up like thinking that your parents like 
know what the fuck is up. And then you yeah. get to their age and you're like, okay, in retrospect, they're the bird. In retrospect, they probably didn't know what the fuck was up, you know? Yeah, they were just struggling. They were just but struggling, but the... they were like, all right, brave face. <laughs> <laughs> My kid can't know that I don't know what's going on. My kid can't know that like we don't have no money. My kid can't know what, what a repossession is. My kid can't know what like you know, struggle is because I want my kid to know that like the world is theirs and I'm yeah. trying to give it to them, but I got to put it on this persona. Like that I know what the fuck was going on. I don't want that. No, <laughs> I don't want that no. at all. Because then it goes like, that's a lot, that's, that's a lot of, um, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Like, well, fuck now I'm supposed to grow up. Like, you know, my mom who had everything going on, but if you, if you grow up knowing that your mom one is human, get that little bird, Chico. Um, group that your mom was human, but also grew up knowing that like your like mom was flawed, and your mom made mistakes, and your mom was like had insecurities and certainties, and was lonely. And and was lonely. Like, then you're like, okay, so all the feelings that I'm inevitably feeling are normal. Yeah, like. Um, as I, cause I'm going through like a lot of legal stuff with, uh, Clem's father. Um, you know, like I call my mom, I'm like, he's suing me. He's trying to do this. He's trying, like, I have not gotten a cent of child support, by the way. I'm doing this free balling by my goddamn self. This shit is tough. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and my mom will tell me things about my father, which mm. we all have fucking daddy issues. Who cares? <laughs> It's, it's a thing. But then we also all have mommy issues. And these are all things that, like, it's trauma. Mm-hmm. And, like, my mom was like, oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, daddy tried to do that shit to me, too. He and what? Like, what? Yes. He what? How could he? Yeah. You were so young. How could he? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, you just gotta have to, like, put your put your suit on, girl. You, you gotta put your armor on. I'm just yeah. like, but my feelings get hurt, mommy. Yeah, but I'm soft. But I'm soft. <laughs> I'm supposed to be soft in these streets, mommy. Yeah. <laughs> but also, it's like, wow, you know, if you would have told me more about this, I would have been, you know. Less shocked, probably. Less shocked, less exactly, shocked. you know. But, you know, we're going to make is- We're going to have trauma and issues. Yeah. Growing up with Clementine, and she's going to have a whole bucket of things that I even think of, you yeah. know. So you can't raise kids without traumatizing them, you know. Yeah. It's just making sure that they have the tools exactly to cope with yeah. it period she teach him how to be equipped or just like listen i can't protect you from everything yeah because... but also not to induce anxiety yeah. you know yeah um and so how do you take care of your mind your body and spirit um i talk i <laughs> cry okay i cry a lot yeah i mean you're a pisces so yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, and I love being a Pisces. And then I also, like, I plan things for myself. I get myself really excited for, like, really basic shit sometimes. Okay. It's like, okay, I know my birthday's coming up. I already know that I'm dealing with so much shit. I'm going to make my birthday all about me. I'm going to make a party for me. That's kind of amazing. So um, I know I told you this, but for my birthday, I decided to have a party themed on me everybody has to come in dressed up as me the, <laughs> i didn't know that part <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so you have to okay you can have photographic evidence about it and um it'll be like drinks themed around everything that i love oh my god this is fucking iconic yeah 
And I need to like get on your level. I <laughs> I I have like a love hate relationship with my birthday. I yes yeah same. yeah because I'm like I'm like I'm so sorry that you're celebrating me on my birthday. Fuck like, no. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but, I had and I had one person tell me I'm like ooh that seems a little bit narcissistic. I'm like good. <laughs> good it's working it's working (laughs) okay because now i'm excited about celebrating um like surviving like another year Mm -hmm. getting through it like i did that shit yeah and that should be celebrated i'm getting older that should be celebrated Mm -hmm. like and i love who i am i love the person that i'm becoming i love the mom i'm becoming i love uh the friend that i'm working into getting Mm -hmm. i love the family member are becoming like I can already see me as grandma mm-hmm. you know I'm cool and I got <laughs> those like arms you know that flap because <laughs> like, you know like I'll be able to cook something great uh, yeah. for the family um if you can see I have like a little uh I guess what do you even call that like a jug like a five gallon jug. The bucket? The bucket. Yeah. <laughs> and a Sharpie, and it's like, write down all your favorite Angelique phrases or like what you think of when you see me. Mm-hmm. And these are things that, like, if I'm really having a tough day, I can look to. Like, if I'm really not understanding, like, my self worth, like, I can look at all the pictures of mm-hmm. people acting like me and, and it might be super <laughs> stupid and corny yeah now i'm like trying to think i'm like okay if i go to this what is my outfit gonna be yeah <laughs> somebody said glitter okay well you will not be getting glitter from me personally. <laughs> i hate glitter it stresses me out um and i'm like do i have any midriff shirts and oh my god series? yeah i think i got rid of it but i'm we'll work it out we'll work yeah it out. I'll out. and and it doesn't even have to be like overwhelming or even like really well thought of like just if you want to just come in say potty <laughs> or just you know just be and be around and help celebrate me now that, that means the world to me because like these are all people that love you that see you mm-hmm. that want to like help support you too yeah and also fucking party yeah because you know. i like that so i i, I think like what I'm taking from that as far as like how do you kind of take care of your mind, body, spirit, one of the things is that you make things about you. Yeah. I think like as a parent um, and as someone who especially as like as a single parent, it's just like it's supposed to be like all about the kid or supposed to be like all about your career or if you're partnered, all about your partner. And so like kind of embracing the this is about me-ness is really dope. And I, I'm going to take a page from your book and try to do that. I don't, I don't think I'm going to throw myself a birthday party. But make it about your identity too. Because yeah. there's love and light and something strong and beautiful within mm-hmm. your image and who you are as a person. Like mm-hmm. there's, I'm sure there's plenty of people that are similar to you, but there's only one you. Mm-hmm. There's only one you right here, right now. Mm-hmm. And you should love that you should think of that as something very important and love you carmen have a good day um yeah i think that's really cool um is there anything else that you that you do i've noticed that you have an incredible bathroom uh do you take baths (laughs) i was like damn this is really funny that you said that because yeah it's candles candles and wine okay and good baths i have a lot of bath bombs 
I'm not saying that I use the bath bombs because like when I look at them, I'm just like, oh, I'll save this for a rainy day. And so then I'll just take an Epsom salt bath. <laughs> Good old fashioned Epsom yeah. salt. Yeah. So do you have like a favorite candle scent? Um, so right now, I, I'm not really pretentious when it comes to like um, where I get my candles, to mm-hmm. be honest. It's, it's Walmart. It's fucking Walmart. Okay. But there's this one that's called Porch Swing that Aww. smells like vetiver and... Uh, what's it? Um, sheesh, uh, cardamom, and oh, it's so good. Bad bitch. Uh, yeah, she's sneaky too. So good, but she she be on it. Cardamom is like, it reminds me of like a tamer, mellower nutmeg. Yeah, because nutmeg is like I'm in this bitch. I'm spicy. Up? I'm spicy. That's and you don't think smell. it is, and then you like put a bunch, and you're like, well, now this tastes like a well-seasoned tree. <laughs> But cardamom, yeah, but cardamom is like, I'm a little bit sexier and smoother. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm here, and I'm here at the party, yeah. and I'm not going to be, like, in your face, but yeah. you see me, bitch. You see me. You see me. And, like, it's like some razzle-dazzle, yeah. Yeah. Cardamom is exquisite. I was, um, I was trying to make birria tacos Oh, yeah, yesterday. yeah. Just because they're like all over the internet, and yesterday was Tuesday, <laughs> so my friend came over and she's an incredible cook as well, and uh, not calling myself an incredible cook. I'm a very good cook, but you're an incredible cook. She's an <laughs> incredible cook, um, as well as pastry chef. And uh, we were like, okay, I didn't want to buy all the ingredients that they said because I saw like five different versions, and so I was like, I'm just gonna see what we have in here. And we made we made that shit. I was very proud. <laughs> when I was like oh my god I'm a fucking chef <laughs> um, but yeah so I forgot why we were talking about food um, but so you you do take like like to take baths or maybe like uh, use can- or buy bath bombs yeah buy look at, them. look at them okay cause like I just can't get over it I'm like I just don't know I, I they just make me nervous. I'm not a big bath person because they might stain or fuck up your pH or yeah. some shit like that. And like, also like my skin hates so many things. Yeah. And so I'm just like, am I gonna risk it for an aesthetically pleasing bath that I already don't want to take a bath? Like <laughs> yeah. I don't. Like am I gonna Sometimes sit in my just, own juices? Yeah. No. It's soup. Good soup. Yeah. Mm, yikes. <laughs> um, um. I wish I could just like look at bath bombs like pissing away okay. and then like drain it okay. i mean you could it would be a waste of water but yeah you could you could so you are like an incredible cook do you do that as a means like just for work or do you also enjoy like chefing i like chefing at home and mm-hmm. it's always like big batches of stuff because i always like I have that mentality it has to be enough for mm-hmm. this amount of time or this amount of people but I love like doing flavors that actually don't usually go together. Like um, it's funny that you say bira because um, I have like fifteen pounds of like dried chilies in that pantry. Oh my god! And like, but like I haven't made bira in like months, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I I like cooking for a baby. We recently found out that she is lactose intolerant. Okay, which, well, she is black. Yeah, she is black. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you expected, yeah. but... <laughs> which I'm like, damn. All right, let's, let's dive into this. And she'll have, like... She's, like, a really refined baby. Like, she doesn't <laughs> like her hands being messy. Okay. But she can't use forks. 
Because she's... Because she's a baby. <laughs> she's one, right? Yeah. And seeing her eat, she'll, like, pick up things, like, <laughs> with her pointer finger and her thumb. Mm-hmm. And then, like, if it gets on her hands, so like, rub her hands together and, like, flick them uh. off. And just seeing her mannerisms, it brings, like, a lot... It's adorable. Mm-hmm. And it brings, like, new life to, like, why... Um, I wanted to be a chef anyway, you know? Oh, yeah? Okay. Because, like, I saw the amount of community that comes with food. Everybody needs to fucking eat. Mm-hmm. Everybody has food that's close to their heart. And the things that we eat as children or growing up um, are serotonin-inducing. Mm. These are things that, like, if I'm really having a bad day, if she's having a bad day, and I can cultivate, like, a solid dish that she just loves that I could put in a a book for her that like even if I'm not around Mm -hmm. she wants to feel a part of me and our relationship she can make it for herself yeah and now it's about um figuring it out Mm -hmm. I don't know what she fucking like she can't tell me yet (laughs) right now she likes salmon Oh shit! She's I don't think a I even knew refined about refined baby. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I definitely knew about fish when I was that age, but that's only because my family's from Wilmington. So oh yeah, true, true, true. Fish, but we were not eating salmon at all. And I just want to make sure that she kind of gets to experience as much food as possible before mm-hmm. my. You know, I'm on borrowed time with her. You know, mm. she's not mine. Yeah. I just produced her in my body. And yeah. I pushed her out my fucking vagina. Which was wild. But which okay. was wild. <laughs> 36 hours of labor. Oh, unmedicated. Did you mean to go unmedicated? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, but after hour 24, I was just like, I don't think this is... <laughs> I don't think I can do this. This I mean, hurts. Yeah. And it, it feels like you need to take a shit. But in your front... <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh. <laughs> laugh. I was like, you're going to take a shit, but in your front. Ah! <laughs> wow! I don't think I want to do that again. I mean, I don't think I want to do it once, but... Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, I'm too old now, so it's fine. <laughs> uh, don't want to fool you. I mean, I, how am I even going to get knocked up, you know? You have to be intentional. Yeah, I know, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> I intentionally will not uh, yeah. be participating yeah. in that. I believe you. I I support that one hundred percent. Whomever like is like, why don't you have kids yet? Do you want to go through that it's again? It's kind of a weird and it's you're, a weird question. You're being you're fucking weirdo. Yeah. No. I. Um, you want to see me in fucking yeah. trauma and pain? Yeah. But then you know, then you have a beautiful child. Great. <laughs> is great i i literally it's so funny because like you'll you know you post like um pictures or whatever of her on on instagram and uh, i'll like be like look at these look at these perfect babies that i like know because <laughs> my cousin one of my cousins well multiple of my cousins have babies but um one one cousin in particular has this perfect 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 baby his name is finley and um oh my god perfect baby (laughs) beautiful i think they call him a rainbow baby i'm not Uh entirely i think it's like rainbow babies is like if you had miscarriages or something Mm -hmm. in the past Uh, infant loss yeah yeah and so um and he's just and so they're delighted like fucking delighted as (laughs) they should be he turns one i think in june and um 
And so I'm always like, okay, look, everyone, this is my cousin, <laughs> Finley. Here Finley is sitting. Uh, here Finley is eating. He recently started, like, table food, you know. Aww. And here he is eating a pancake, um, <laughs> a kiwi, if you will. And I'm, like, obsessed. I'm like, okay, and look at this other baby. Her name is Clem, and she's perfect. And she's black. She's black. She's black. She's a she Negro. <laughs> a Negress. <laughs> you know? I'm like, look at this perfect baby. And, like, she's walking. And I'm, and I'm like, yeah, I'm actually good on the babies now. I mean, yeah. uterus is feeling fine. That being said, people who... I love children. Um, I love the idea of children. I will not be, like... I will not be forcing any children upon anybody. Mm-hmm. Okay? I get it. You say you don't like kids? I get it. You stay there. <laughs> yeah. Stay in that space. Because... Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't hate kids at all. I think I've definitely, over the past like almost year, have really changed my perspective on why I don't necessarily want kids. I think for me, I'm just like, mm, I don't need to have kids. Yeah. Like, it's just not, it doesn't seem like something I really Is it giving? Is it's it not giving. giving. Yeah. <laughs> if I had a kid, I'd be like, this is not giving what they're supposed to have gave. Is this giving pussy? Yeah, it's, it's not. I don't think it's giving pussy. And then also the idea of pushing something through my pussy. It's ghetto. It's just... I didn't even cry. I was just so ready for it to be like, okay. <laughs> oh, I took a deep, oh my God. You want to, you want me, okay. Five second tidbit. Okay. I gave birth in a small inflatable pool. Oh yeah. And Were you were you here? It was at the birth center, which oh, okay. is in, State, in Statesville. Okay. Or Salisbury or some shit like that. Sure. Like 45 minute drive. So laboring in a car, also not yeah. not the life, okay? Yeah. It's not enough space. No. And I like curated like this birth playlist. I wanted everything to be fucking silent. I didn't mm-hmm. want anybody to talk to me. I didn't want to hear nothing, okay? <laughs> yeah. Um, so pushing the first um, hour, I was like doing the crab walk like Zoidberg from like um <laughs> what? Like Zoidberg from Futurama. Like I was oh. like Whoop, but like I was like Ugh. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, sure. Okay. I'm not f- super familiar with Futurama. That's some, it's it's there's a robot. It's good. Right? It's a robot and I'm talking uh Zoidberg is a lobster. Oh, got it. Yeah. Okay. So I okay, I can picture the walking. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, um, I go to push, like the first push, I like that way we can transition into like active labor and I took a shit. Okay. <laughs> I mean, they're very close. <laughs> yeah. But like, I knew I took a shit and everybody saw that I took a shit. <laughs> they had a little fish net, like one of those green ones. And Stop. my fucking midwife was on it. She was like, I was like, oh, I took a shit. She's like, Angelique, you're doing great. And she was like, look at this shit, one swoop. You know, because, like, sometimes they float around, you know, the, 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 shit? the shit, the piece of shit. Like, but, oh, because you were in yeah, the pool. Yeah, because I was in the pool. But, like, <laughs> one, like, you know, one swipe. Oh, she because had she's it done this before. She's experienced. Yeah. I was like, wow. <laughs> she got that shit right out Honestly, of midwifery is... It's beautiful. It's so, it's just so amazing. Yeah. Like, I've known a few people who have, like gone to midwifery school or whatever and i'm just kind of like y'all are fucking amazing they're really the tr- uh, like amazing yeah. and the fact that it's like 
low-key like illegal and like certain places Which is and so like restricted stupid. i'm just like why do you hate women and birthers so fucking much for charlotte to be as big of a city as it is and yeah. the nearest birth center is 45 minutes away yeah says something very very trauma you know and there's plenty of hospitals and places and spaces for that they just built a new fucking hospital like 10 minutes away we already have like in the 30 minute oh yeah um radius we have like three or four hospitals that's crazy and That's like, insane. All of them are like, ew, midwives. Yeah, or ew, unnatural birth, or <laughs> natural medicated birth. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Just like, Where minding do you my business, making <laughs> choices about my body, get yeah. the fuck off my dick. Like, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> Which I didn't pay for anything for my... Um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. This, with your insurance? Uh, with my insurance. And then also, like, if I were to just do this without insurance, like, going to a birth center costs $400 to give birth, period. And they do aftercare, and you can chill, and Angelique, they don't take your. This is the away. biggest take breaking. Yeah, no, that's that's actually amazing because I've heard it costs like ten thousand dollars to yeah, like period. birth your own child. I'm like, you didn't even make the child. Why do you have to pay so much? <laughs> Woo. Okay. Um, <laughs> is there anything else that you do to kind of take care of your mind, body, spirit? Um. Wine. 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 And to be uh, specific, uh, German white wines, maybe Gorge Demeaners. Okay, sure. German Did not know Germans wines. made wine, but... They do, and okay. they're really good. Okay. Okay. They I can have... name one German beverage, a Hefeweizen, which is like a light, summery... Pilsner. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They do alcohol. Yeah. Great. Is there like a German liquor? I don't know. I mean, how? Ooh, do you like they specialize? Because I know. I mean, like, is Russia does like vodka, which which have you heard the thing about like them stopping Russian vodka sales? Yeah, and I was like, y'all, what? Y'all are going for the wrong. <laughs> what? It's like, what are you doing? Like, you think that's gonna hurt them? <laughs> Ooh. They already have the bombs. <laughs> oh no, this one person didn't Ooh. like sell like Russian our Russian vodka. Now we can't pay to like just bomb this other country. Yeah. Okay, like what the fuck was the plan with that? That was weird. Um, and then what is something that you need to improve on in self care? I need to improve on the consistency of that like i mentioned exercise as being one of my like okay maybe free days when i need to like do and i think that productivity is always one of those things where i'm like if i have free time i need to be balls to the wall in self-care like oh i really intensely okay. need to be chilling yeah chilling so i need hard. to chill so fucking hard and i'm like <laughs> oh no shut the fuck up just Mm-hmm. relax mm-hmm. you know disconnect fully but like don't be so um you are stressing yourself out over trying to reduce your stress mm-hmm. you know it's mm-hmm. which is like a catch-22 so just i need to like thoroughly understand that relaxation is not a privilege it is a right it's mm-hmm. a it's key mm-hmm. to making sure that everything else is fine you know absolutely yeah um, do you feel like you need to, like, do you feel like you have to earn, like, relaxation yeah. or self-care? Which, like, 
I feel like that's a capitalist mentality. Oh, absolutely. In capitalism. Like, absolutely. Like we need to earn you know, relaxation. Like, I'm going to clean freedom. up this thing. I'll clean the kitchen and then I'll be able to sit down and exactly. relax. I'm going to sit down and relax now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like because if I don't, like, like if I like do it 30 minutes from now or if I do it, you know, before or after, like kitchen's still going to get clean and I'm still going to have like this glass of wine or, you exactly. know, whatever. So, yeah. Which... I really want to kind of get out of that mentality, but I'm still actively in it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, oh, it's absolutely. Like a, it's well, it's also hard if you are obviously actively participating in capitalism, which we all are. Always. We have to. We have to work, like, unfortunately. And so it's like, oh, man, at the end of this day, I'm just going to gonna go home I just gotta make it through and, yeah I just gotta make it through and then then I'll be able to like really like you know unwind and it's like well that's how it is like that's just how it is uh yeah so you're saying uh, as far as ways to um, improve your self-care um it would be just the consistency of it and maybe taking a little bit less pressure yeah and like it's it's not something to be like earned mm-hmm. like self-care is not something to, to be earned it should be already incorporated into what it is it's mm-hmm. supposed to be care for you like you don't think that your baby needs to earn the care and the love and support so yeah. why would you consider yourself um any less worthy of yeah. the care and love support of yourself you know absolutely <clears throat> absolutely that's a great point um so uh, what's something that you excel at in self-care um thoroughly um treating myself <laughs> like i have this voice oh i'm ready <laughs> when i'm like in it and i'm like oh girl you're so bad <laughs> when i'm like when i'm like should i buy this and i do it i was like oh yeah <laughs> i like that though I mean, because it's just like, otherwise, you know, you could feel guilty. It's just yeah. like, oh, money maybe is a little bit tight. Like, maybe I shouldn't have bought that. But yeah. Yeah. Just. <laughs> okay. So you're good at treating yourself. Yeah. I, what I are, like, you I mentioned you that. like candles. What are other ways? Bath bombs. What yeah. are other ways, like, I guess you like, because you said you, you're big into gifts. Oh, yeah. What are some other, I guess, gifts that you give to yourself? Uh Okay, so it might be things that help support me caring for myself. So, say I really wanted to start exercising or really start enjoying, like, actively. Because I hate exercising. I know it's good for you, and I always feel better after exercise. I Mm -hmm. fucking hate it. I Mm -hmm. hate running, okay? I I do not run. I hate it. Yeah. Um, But to make the experience more enjoyable, because Mm -hmm. it is supposed to put your body in kind of like a traumatic you know response so you can get your heart pumping you know really start inducing sweat Mm -hmm. um to support that i like download like running apps like i have this one app that's called zombies run where like you put your headphones in and it incorporates your music and but then like it's like a story somebody telling you a story and like gps tracking you how much you're running and how far you're running and how fast you're running and like they're like okay take a left here take a right there um and you have missions and stuff oh my god this sounds incredible it's awesome (laughs) it's awesome and then like if there's like a zombie horde close to you you have to pick up your speed for 20 percent more which like you could be like doing a brisk walk which will transition you into running Mm -hmm. for i think two minutes which 20 percent for two minutes 
like if you're already running, that's like <gasps> yeah, yeah. it's not cute when I like have my headphones in and I'm I'm doing this, but it pushes me to like go farther. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> or I'll go to the thrift store and like splurge on like more running shoes mm-hmm. or like a sports bra or like some sweatpants mm-hmm. or something. Um, to support what I want to continue to do, which is you know, exercise or make myself feel better. So. I think that's really cool, though, like to kind of get creative in, um, I think, I think they might call that stacking. I saw something about, I don't know, like make, making activities that you don't necessarily enjoy, adding something that you do enjoy, like yeah. a fun zombie story yeah, <laughs> um, or something like that. Like, it's like, oh, well, for instance, I don't love putting away clothes. Like, I don't know exactly who does, but like. I don't mind washing. I don't mind drying. But, like, totally. I really have to just, like, fold these clothes. Like, this I already wore the clothes, <laughs> washed them, and then dried them. And now I have to fold them and put them away. I hate it. Too. Me, myself, I. And I used to not mind it whenever I was a kid because I would just, like, watch TV. Yeah. So it's just, like, mindless. So I stacked something that I like doing, and I always watch, like, Living Single or oh, yeah. The okay, L Word. Kind of, oh, of course. Uh, the, the, the original L Word, actually. Oh, yeah, because oh. I don't have whatever thing uh, the new L Word is, but I was on. But. So millennial gay instead of a gym. Yeah, gym like, gay. more, it was, like, very toxic. Um, but I, I fucking love the L Word. Um, <laughs> I've never seen it. Oh, my God. You, you have to watch it. It is not good. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing about True Blood. It sucks. Oh my god! So no, True Blood is bad. so funny because I remember like um, whenever like vampires were like cool. Oh my god! Right? Yeah. They kind of like because Twilight had come out and stuff like that, and I didn't grow up being allowed to engage in like fantasy things. Mm. Like, so I couldn't read like. The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, or oh, even though it's Harry Potter, very Christian, like Harry that. Potter, definitely evil. Um, <laughs> vampires, werewolves, my mom was like, that shit ain't real. Angels and, <laughs> angels and demons fighting right now in your kitchen, real. Vampires, not real. Absolutely not. And I was like, okay. And so I just didn't grow up like thinking about like, you know, science fiction or fantasy very much. But I was like, let me just see what everyone is so excited about with these vampires. And so I tried watching True Blood and I was like, I am very confused because (laughs) these vampires are not like, this is predatory. Um, These vampires are not attractive. Oh my Um, God, they're so ugly. What the hell is that? that Well, and it was just like, but the only reason why I was kind of into it because I was into two characters and I was like very deeply closeted whenever I watched it. But Anna Paquin. Okay. She's hot. Always has been. Always will be. Oh my God. When she was rogue. An iconic. Oh yeah. Oh, when she was rogue, she probably is one, another reason why I'm definitely gay, but like, (laughs) yeah, loved her then. Uh, loved her. She was in this movie when she was a kid. Like, I think it's called like fly away home. It had something to do with ducks. (laughs) I don't know. What's oh my? Do you remember? Yeah, where like they were nursing fucking geese. Yeah, yeah. They were nursing geese, and then she was staying with her like a straight like she was staying in her dad's place. Yeah, and there was a scene where she pushed a button and like the soap squirted in her eye, and she was in the shower, and I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I was like a child when I saw that movie. (laughs) Like I remember like watching it with my cousin, who's like two weeks older than me. Um, and me and him were like, oh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but we were watching it with his mom. So 
But yeah, um, Anna Paquin. And I always get her name wrong. Who does she play? Riley. Her last name is Riley. She's like black. Uh, Not like black. She is black. <laughs> who did she play in Troop of Love? Fuck if I know. Yeah. I don't know. Her. <laughs> <laughs> She's fine. It's like Rotina Wiley or something. Oh. I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. She's, she's in Queen Sugar now. She's beautiful. She's gorgeous. I'm like, are you gay? She's gay. She's gay. I she was like engaged to a woman, so. Yeah. So just good gay. for her. Yeah. Good for all of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, I just remember watching that show and I was like, let me just figure out what's going on. And there was this one scene where um she Anna Packen's character is like running and she's wearing like a white gown or like white night nighty or whatever and she's like running and she's like really in distress and then she like trips and falls by a pile of dirt <laughs> and then oh my God. the pasty vampire guy who was definitely grave. way too old for her by the way they are married in real life I'm being I'm dead upset. at this. I'm they upset got that you two children. <laughs> no, I'm so sorry. I'm so it's sorry. fine. She's still a bi-icon. But um, <laughs> she, she, she's like, I'm still bi. I'm just married to a man. I was like, yeah. That's also ugly. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> but, and he like comes out of the earth and he's naked and immediately penetrates her. And I was like, what? <laughs> I remember that. Is going and I think that was like the first episode that I saw and I was like I don't think vampires are for me <laughs> because I'm thinking there's dirt on his dick <laughs> she's running in the woods her dress is ruined yeah her white dress is ruined and plus it's in the and dark and like she's like not wearing underwear how did he know that it was her like I just yeah, had how did she know that was him right what the and fuck? I was like this is not a fantasy this is a nightmare <laughs> Very stressed, and I kept trying to watch it because I was like, I don't know, she's kind of hot. Like I, I mean, it's I like the scenes where she's in it, her and like I, I cannot remember her name, and I was like, but I am not enjoying this. It really stressed me out. Um, I don't know where how did we got here actually. How did we get Yeah, something you excel at in self care, treating yourself. I can't, uh, yeah. I can't believe we got to True Blood. I don't even do this because you're what yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But, but that's okay. Well, you did it. You answered all the hard questions. Yay. Um, got a few more things left. I'm watching the time because I actually have therapy in like half, half an hour. Okay, yeah, yeah. So we might need to at some point pause and just continue the last little bit okay. at another time. But we can see. I'm about it um okay so now we have manifestation match which um there are four different categories uh geography uh kind of career i say kind of career because it doesn't really have to do with capitalism if you don't want it to geography um career uh home building and legacy and you tell me four things that you would like. All four of these things are like things that you want. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Maybe some more than others, but that you wouldn't mind having. Um, then you'll choose a number and we'll go through and eliminate them. And then you'll end up with one in each category. And that'll be your quote life. Okay. 
Okay. So first up, we have geography. What are four where are four places that you would like to live? Okay. So I would say Montreal. Um some random cabin in France next to a river. So we'll just say rural France. Mm-hmm. Um this sounds weird, but Tennessee. Okay. The whole state? Yeah. Just okay. anywhere in Tennessee. I think it's a beautiful place. I just hate that it's landlocked, but whatever. Yeah. Or <clears throat> some Midwestern town. Ooh. Like like super duper flat. So maybe Indiana. Okay. Indiana. Yeah, because I'm in like a lot of land and I wanna be like in cowboy boots and shit and like <laughs> walk around the perimeter. Mm-hmm. I see that for you. Okay. Um, next up we have career. Where are four things that you would like to do? It can be as specific or as you know, random as like sip coconuts on the beach for the rest of my life, or it could be, you know, let's whatever. say, um, uh, what's it? What's that term when like a home ec teacher? I I could do a yeah, yeah that's I could so be cool. like a home ec teacher. I don't know if they even still have that. I don't think so. Um, uh, when they a horticulturalist, mm-hmm. we're like you just be around plants all the time. Mm-hmm. A farmer, but I don't like animals, so I don't know why I would want to be a farmer. But like, we well, don't have to farmer. have animals. Farm, you'd have like a plant farm. Yeah, but okay. Air, a hoe. Okay. Like the tool or like the no, person? I, the person. <laughs> no, I would no, like Because <laughs> you said plant farmer, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, perfect. I would like to be a hoe on my. <laughs> I would like to be a hoe on the farm <laughs> with my plants. <laughs> a slat. A hoe. Alrighty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's your life. Next, we have home building Um, or home building structures that you would like to live in. Yeah. So let's say a a cottage, Mm -hmm. a apartment above a Chinese restaurant. Ooh, very specific. Uh, It's giving me Spider-Man vibes and I like it. Yeah. Apartment (laughs) above a Chinese restaurant. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess like... Uh, what do they call it? Like a commune. I'd like to live on a commune. Mm-hmm. Or, I don't know, like a small apartment in New York. Okay. All right. And finally, your legacy. It can be as serious or as not as you want. The greatest hoe that ever lived. <laughs> <laughs> the baddest mom on the planet. Okay. Mommy trademark. Baddest mommy on the planet? Yeah. Okay, greatest hoe I mean. Greatest hoe that ever lived. I'm writing that exactly. Baddest mommy. Um I guess the easiest person to come to. So I guess a good friend. Good friend. Or cool aunt. Cool aunt. Do you have any nibblings? Uh, I do. I do. Although I have two younger sisters that 
both have children that had children before me. I have a niece, her name's Allie, and a nephew, uh, baby Lewis. Mm-hmm. And they're insane. <laughs> but they're like... How old are they? Um, Allie's five or six, and baby Lewis is three. So, okay. yeah, they're good. Fun age. Kids. Yeah. Very fun age. <laughs> Very young grandkids. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. Um, so next up we have, um, choose a number between one and nine. Three. Three. That's my favorite number. Here we go. Um, and so every three, I'm going to count every three and then I'll eliminate that. Until, okay. Yeah. So Tennessee. Horticulturalist. Cottage. New York apartment. Good friend. Damn. <laughs> uh, rural France. Plant farmer. Commune. So for your home building, we have apartment above a Chinese restaurant. That's perfect. Yay. Cool aunt. Home uh, ec teacher. So for career, we have hope. <laughs> <laughs> Love that for you. I'm a hoe above a Montreal. <laughs> In Montreal? No, uh, crossed out Montreal. Oh, no. Yeah. So for geography, we have Indiana. Damn. What a very niche. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, greatest hoe that ever lived. All right, are you ready? Yeah. (laughs) In your apartment above a Chinese restaurant in the great Midwestern state of Indiana, home of the Jackson 5, right? (laughs) I think so. Are they from Illinois? No, they're from Indiana. Yeah. Yeah. Who else? Oh, fuck. Who else? That was a really good information tidbit. Um, I think, it, you know, they probably have corn or something. Um, I don't know. I can't find any in on a map, I'm going to be honest. Anyways, in your apartment above a Chinese restaurant in the great state of Indiana, you are a hoe and your legacy is that of the baddest mommy trademark. Yay. <laughs> that sounds good. That seems very achievable and... Like a good life, like a good time. Yeah. <laughs> I think I would be happy with that life. Yeah. I mean, I hope so. These are all things you said that you wanted, so. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> okay. I love that. Um, and then if you have any advice at all about anything at all, if you don't, that's fine too. But This might seem kind of cheesy, mm-hmm. but... I would like any person that's struggling with um, their self-worth or trying to get out of a toxic or an abusive situation but can't really see how they're going to survive mm-hmm. outside of it, that, you know, it, you you get better mm-hmm. and then you will make sure that this shit happens and you're worth it, you know? Like, yeah. The the 
you're not a product of your circumstances. You are a survivor, but you're more than that too. Like mm-hmm. the person that you become after surviving anything is somebody worthy and somebody that you should love and you should see to or aspire to be. Yeah. And say, okay, I can do this. Yeah. And just fucking do it. I think that's wonderful. So. Absolutely. Hashtag single mama. <laughs> Pussy pop still. I promise. Pussy popping on the hits. They still do it. Mm, that's wonderful. <laughs> and then finally, if you have anything that you want to promote. Um, I know you talked about, you know, your where you work. Um, but if you... Yeah, if you want to be my friend, my at is uh, Pimp Jelly. It's like pimp juice, but sweeter. It lasts in the fridge longer. P-I-M-P-J-E-L-L-Y. Yeah, Pimp Jelly. Okay. It's been like that since high school. <laughs> and you're like, Mom, I'm standing beside it. I'm, I'm, I stand beside <laughs> it. You know, that used to be my nickname in high school, too, Jelly. Okay. Yeah, which is how because I got Because I get that, I guess. Yeah, Angelique Jelly. Yeah. Yeah. That's cute. <laughs> no one calls me that anymore thank god but <laughs> some things we outgrow yeah not your instagram handle though hell no <laughs> instagram was not a thing when i was in high school so i'm actually really grateful for that yeah um okay any other promotions Mm-mm. Okay. i appreciate you appreciate you thank you so much for being on the podcast yeah excellent conversation um you can find namashe podcasts on everything that podcasts are on um, and we have an Instagram, it's Namashe Podcast, um, N-A-M-A-S-E Podcast, um, on Instagram. Um, I have a coffee, which is kind of like a Patreon, but literally better. Um, and it's K-O-F-I dot com slash Namashe Living, and on there I sell, um, some products that I make, like eczema oil and salves and, um... That's awesome stuff like that so um follow like subscribe all those things that i'm supposed to say um (laughs) all right y'all ashe and namashe namaste yeah